the time has come for the prophesied end time revival. God is gathering his army from all over the world, from Africa, Asia, North America, South America, Europe. God is gathering his army from all around the world. Join us as God gathers and mobilizes his army, even for the prophesied end time revival. God bless you, even as you understand to this message. We bless you, we bless you, we bless you, we bless you. Thank you, Jesus. 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 I see, I see the Spirit of God. I see an angel of God pouring wine, pouring fire. Satan is pouring fire. He pulled off fire and pulled it from heaven down to earth. Releasing the might of God, releasing the graces of God, releasing the anointing of the Spirit upon as many as are ready to receive from the Spirit of God. Tonight, if you are going to contact or contract that anointing, I would urge you to, 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 to wait on the Lord, to, to, to concentrate on what the Lord is going to be showing us this particular night so that we can receive the fullness of what he has for us. Oh, Lord, we worship you. Lord, we worship you. Lord, we worship you. Yeah, no, 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 no. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, pour that anointing. Pour that anointing. Pour that anointing. Let the angel pour that anointing upon us. Yes, 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 yes. God is ready to pour an anointing upon us tonight. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Say, Lord, please pour this oil upon my head. Lord, let my life, Lord God, be a receptor of your oil. Let my life be a receptor of your spirit. Let my life, oh Kapaya let my life not reject the anointing. Let my life not reject the dimensions of your spirit. Let my life not reject the dimensions of your spirit that you are about to pour into us tonight. Let my life, I'm seeing vessels. 
I'm seeing vessels of vessels that I don't want to use. I'm seeing some people They have glass glass cups. Their, their lives are like glass cups and they are ready to receive the fire. Meanwhile, some people have broken vessels, vessels that cannot contain a uh, 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 wine, that cannot contain the anointing of the spirit. Oh Shang God is saying to you tonight, my son, my daughter, for I am ready to pour out my spirit upon all flesh. This is the last days, and I'm ready to pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Are you ready to receive the dimensions of the spirit? Are you ready to receive the grace that God wants to pour into your life? Are you ready to receive the anointing of the Holy Ghost? What vessel are you bringing to my door? What vessel are you bringing to my presence? Thank you, Jesus. 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 Eba shake braso kobra shake te bayaba. Ima la braso kuriwa. Lord, we worship you. We worship you, Jesus. Eba shake bayaba bayaba. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for that word. Yekabara yakala bati de bayaba. Tonight, the Lord will be speaking to us in a very powerful topic entering into dimensions entering into dimensions you see it has become the craze of our generation that what everyone wants to enter into <laughs> is to be able to touch one dimension of grace and one dimension of the anointing or one dimension of power because one way or the other, God has looked into the heart of man and he has seen that, you know, as, as, as strange as it might be, as carnal as it might look, many people do not have a proper motivation to pursue God, to pursue uh, a hunger for him, to pursue God himself. They do not seem to possess the dimension of God on their own. And so God sent men like Robert Sliadin, who wrote God's Generals, so that God began to show us the exploits that men before us, men like William Bram, men like A.A. Allen, men like Smith Wigglesworth, women like Catherine Kuhlman, women like Amy Semple McPherson, God began to show us the dimensions that these ones have obtained, the dimension that these ones have attained, the dimension that they have been able to reach, so that in our generation, as carnal as it might look, we may begin to have at least a standard, something by, that we, by which we can gauge ourselves by, something that which our hearts begin to palpitate after, something that, uh, something that our hearts begin to long after, so that we will be able to, 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 to have a genuine desire, a genuine pursuit of God. Now, somehow, somehow, 
Some people lose themselves in the pursuit of these dimensions of God. They lose themselves in the pursuits of these dimensions of the glory. But whether one loses himself or not, it is important that God gives us a standard. It is important that God shows us what has happened before so that we begin to have a standard, a motivation, a drive that we may begin to long again for that dimension in the Spirit of God. Because in our generation, God is wanting to begin to raise men again. God is wanting to begin to raise men again. He's restoring the passion. He's restoring the, 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 the longing to be used by him, to be used by God. He's restoring that longing, not only in the heart of men who are going to be fivefold ministers, not only in the heart of men who are going to be apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers, but he's restoring them in the heart of everyone. Everyone wants to come to a place where they can be used by God where they can be used by the Spirit of God, where they can do exploits, where they can stand and demonstrate the graces of the Most High. God is looking for men that he will use at this time for his revival. God is looking for men that he can use at this time for the end time revival. Yes, revival is coming. And God is raising men looking for men he can use, he can pour his spirit upon, men in which he can pour his anointing upon, men in which he can, he can, he can, he can, he can, he can release the fullness of himself and pour out his power, pour out his spirit so that they can, as an army, rise up and go and bet and release revival on earth. God is looking for women and women who are able to rise up and enter into the dimensions of the spirit, men who can pour out the revival fire, anywhere that there is darkness, anywhere that, 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 that there is a, 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 a corruption, and they will be able to restore darkness, um, uh, restore light back into darkness, and bring uh, a preservation where there is corruption. And because of that, God is looking for such men. Men who can enter into these dimensions of the Spirit. Men who can carry these dimensions of grace. Men whom the Spirit of God can trust with His power. Men who God can will not be afraid or ashamed to release His anointing, to release His Spirit, to release His presence. I want us to want to look into the Scriptures tonight and trust God on how God wants His people to enter into these dimensions. Father, we just ask that even as we look into your word, you make your word even simple for us to understand. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name I pray. begins to show us. You know, that the pathway into entering into this dimension of the Spirit is not something that is difficult. You know, 
most times when we talk about entering into these dimensions of power, we talk about entering into these dimensions of glory. We talk about entering into realms where we can carry God and release His presence. We talk about when we come to a place where we can become heavyweights, carrying the every dimensions of the glory of God. Carriers of His presence. I want us to know that these things are not difficult things. I want us to understand that according to God, according to the scriptures, these things are not difficult things. The problem God has is not you carrying the glory. The problem God has is not you carrying the dimensions. The problem God has always had is the man to trust with these dimensions. The problem that God has always had is whether he can trust you, whether he can trust a man with this dimension of his glory. Now, I want us to understand when you begin to look at um, Hebrews chapter 1, I want us to look at Hebrews chapter 1. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 1, verse, let's see verse 11. Thank you, Jesus. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 1, verse 11. It says, okay. Okay, verse 9, sorry. Hebrews chapter 1, verse 9. He said, Thou hast loved righteousness, talking to Jesus. Thou hast loved righteousness and hated iniquity. He said, Therefore, God, even thy God, hath anointed thee with the oil of gladness above thy fellows. You see, to enter into dimensions in God, to enter into that realm where you can carry the spirit of God, where God can release his anointing upon you in this end time. Thought that you can be a carrier of his glory and you can release his presence. I want you to understand that it is not a difficult thing. But according to the scripture, Bible says, thou hast loved righteousness and has hated iniquity. He said, therefore, so with God, the problem is not releasing the glory. The problem is in that word, therefore. Therefore. He said, therefore. He said, God. Even thy God. He said, I anointed thee with the oil of gladness above thy fellows. So God, he will not be able to anoint you with oil of gladness except you meet the condition of loving righteousness and eating iniquity. He said, therefore, there is a therefore there. He said, because you loved righteousness and you ate iniquity, he said, therefore, 
So you begin to see that this condition, there is a condition to carrying the glory. Because of that word, therefore, there is a condition to carrying the dimensions of God. There is a condition to carrying the spirit of grace. There is a condition to carrying the presence of God. There is a condition to carry revival in your bowels. There is a condition for the spirit of God to be able to move in you and demonstrate himself in you. There is a condition for you to become a carrier of his glory. But God cannot trust you if he cannot find you if he cannot find you because there is a clause there is a condition attached to God releasing himself in you and that condition is that word therefore therefore the Bible begins to tell us that until you fulfill this particular condition, loving righteousness, hating iniquity, until God can look into your life and see that your life pleases Him. He told Jesus after 30 years of training in the school of the Spirit, after 30 years, Walking with God. Finally, Jesus came to a place where he can be trusted. We read in the book of Luke chapter 1, talking about Jesus. The Bible told us that he, was, he grew in stature and in the spirit. That Jesus was growing. He was in the school of the spirit, being trained. And he came to a particular point where God could trust him. And then the Holy Spirit, when the anointing of the Spirit was about to come upon him at the river Jordan, when the Spirit of God was, was supposed to call upon him, come upon him, upon him, then you saw that a voice spoke from heaven and gave a verdict first. He said, this is my son, in whom I am well pleased. And then the Spirit of God landed upon him. The anointing of the Spirit landed upon him. The grace that Jesus needed to demonstrate God in his generation, to bring about revival in his time, landed upon him. The question God would be like him to ask you tonight is, can God look upon you and say that this is my son in whom I am well pleased? Can God look upon you tonight and declare, this is my son in whom I am well pleased. <laughs> because even for Jesus, until that condition was fulfilled, the anointing of the Holy Ghost was not released upon him. The power of the highest was not permitted to walk with him. 
Many of us want the power of the highest to, 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 to walk with us. He wants to speak and want to see nations shake. He wants to carry a dimension of power that the earth will respect. He wants to speak and see the, the, the earth shake. He wants to see the skies respect our words. But you cannot carry these dimensions of the spirit. Except you begin to get to that particular portion in God where you can fulfill the condition of therefore. Unless you can fulfill that condition where God can look at you and say, This is my son. This is my daughter in whom I am well pleased. That is when the anointing will land on you. The Spirit of God is bringing to my attention the case of Saul in the scriptures. Saul was a kind of person when God found him he just, you know, God was looking for a king for Israel. And when he was found, God just released the anointing upon him. There was no training in the school of the spirits. There was no introduction, nothing. He was a stranger to God. He was a stranger to the spirit. He was a stranger to the ways of God. And so, God released the anointing of kingship upon him. We all know the story. The anointing was poured upon him and he became a king. He was so powerful. I have shown you the exploit of Saul in the scriptures. That even the, the, the whole of Israel feared him because of the operation of the anointing of kingship upon him. But even though this anointing was upon Saul, he was a mighty man, especially in battle. Because there was no therefore in the life of Saul. Because the word therefore did not take its place. Even though he was, he was given that anointing, immediately he had an encounter with God. Immediately God met with him and gave him that mandate. He had no prior relationship with God. He was just looking for his donkey before he encountered an anointing. And because there was no prior preparation, there was no prior making, he carried the anointing. He carried the dimension of God. He carried the dimensions of the Spirit. And he was moving in this dimension. But it was short-lived. Because the condition of therefore was not in his life. Because the Spirit of God has not raised him. Because he had not been trained in the school of the Spirit. The anointing, this dimension of glory upon him was short-lived. And before you know it, God said, I've rejected Saul. 
It was in first time that it was said that to obey is better than sacrifice. God gave him an instruction and because of the loss of his acts, he disobeyed. The flesh began to rear its ugly head. Even when Saul asked him to wait before he made a sacrifice, because Saul didn't want to lose respect in front of the people. Saul, who is the king, went to go, left his own office as a king and went to go and do a sacrifice, entered the office of a priest, disobeying the laws of God. He cared more for his own reputation. He cared more for his own image. He cared more for how the people will see him. His flesh had not been broken. He wanted to be respected. He wanted to be loved. He wanted to be cared for. He wanted to be approved. He, wanted, he needed approval. I hope I'm not describing the life of someone today. There was no therefore in his life. He loved iniquity. He hated righteousness. So the question tonight, you want to enter into dimensions. You all know what happened to Saul at the end of the day. How the Spirit of God left Saul and an evil spirit entered into him. Why? Because God had rejected him. Why? Because Paul, uh, Saul could not deal with the flesh. Because he loved iniquity and hated righteousness. So tonight, I'm asking you, when you look into your own life, what do you see? Can we say that you yourself you are not, your flesh is not looking for approval from me. Can we say that your flesh is not active in you? Can you say that the reason why you want to move in this anointing, the reason why you want to move in these dimensions, is so that your name can be called Apostle Daily? Can you say it's not you don't, the reason why you want to prophesy? It's not, it's, just, it's, not, it's not just because so that you can be called a prophetess rose. Can we say that you are not still struggling with needing the respect and approval of people? Can we say that when the anointing of God comes upon you and people begin to come to you, money begins to come to you that money will not become your lord or master can you say that it will not be so can you say that when women begin to come and greet you the women that you were not able to reach when there was no glory when there was no dimension of the spirit upon you now that you have access to them can you say hey, that can you say that uh, 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 that, that, that you, 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 you would not fall for these things? No wonder when God was about to make selection, 
when he wanted to, to choose the king of Israel, the next king of Israel, this thing so entered into the heart of God that he sent Samuel to the sons of Jesse to pick a king amongst them. And what did God say? God began to look at each of the sons. When Eliab was almost choosing, God corrected Samuel. And what did God tell Samuel? He said, no. He said, man looks at the outward appearance. Man looks at the outward appearance. But God looks at the heart. God wants to know what is in this person's heart. What is the tendencies? That's why there must be a therefore. That's why you must be trained in the school of the spirit. God needs to work upon your heart. The tendencies in your heart must be dealt with. God must remove Mr. Flesh and all its power and all its capacity and all its potential from your heart. If you want to enter into the dimensions of the spirit, you must allow the Holy Spirit to deal with you. To remove these dimensions of the flesh. And then when Samuel got to David, he said, yes, anoint him. He said, for this is a man after my own heart. He said, anoint him, this is he. Later God will say, this is a man after my heart. A man that wants to please me. A man that wants to know what is in my heart and do it. A man that is just after my heart. Are you a man after the heart of God? Are you a man that constantly wants to know how what the heartbeat of God is by time? Are you a man like David who God has worked upon so that at the end of the day there was a therefore in his life? At a point we could look at his life and say, no, this man loved righteousness and hates iniquity. God, God so loved David that he called him a man after his heart. O makada da braço copreque de baiada da batoche. Kabayada da baiada da bajacada da bajacada. I want us to understand. Looking at the life of Saul, Saul was somebody who the anointing came upon. The anointing came upon Saul. And because there was no therefore in his life, before you knew it, the same anointing disappeared. Because his heart was not pleasing to God, that same anointing disappeared. But when you look at the life of David, because of his heart, David began to grow. David was anointed three times. And so, sometimes in our life, 
depending on how much God has worked upon us, depending on the realm we have got into in God, depending on the level of training, depending on, on how much our heart can handle, you see God begin to release the dimensions of his glory. You begin to see, for so example, God may begin with you and give you a teaching anointing. And then after a while, because you are faithful, you have grown, you have mastered that. Your heart can take that. Your flesh was not able to conquer you. And God has trained you. Then after that, he can now add the prophetic anointing to you. Look at the life of Kenneth Copeland. God called him to be a teacher. And he moved in that teaching anointing. He moved in that anointing, preaching the gospel. And because of his faithfulness, after a while, Kenneth again came to him and said, Oh, God has seen your faithfulness. He said, And he desires to, to, to push you into the next stage, next phase in your life. And then he said, He's releasing a prophetic anointing. And God released that prophetic dimension into his life. And from then on, it became prophetic. Dimensions. Dimensions happen by faithfulness. Faithfulness in your work with the Spirit. Faithfulness in your training in the Spirit. How is your work with God? How is your training in the wilderness? Has God been able to, to commit a dimension of his presence to you? Has God been able to commit a dimension of his glory to you? Has God been able to look at your heart and has seen that there for there? He has been able to see how much you love righteousness and hate iniquity. Have you been able to move from one level of the dimension of God to a greater dimension? Because God reveals himself in dimensions. The anointing does not just usually come once, as you can see in the life of David. The anointing comes, there is a, always a higher level. But before every level, God must walk upon your heart and see that your heart can carry this weight of glory. And see that your heart can carry this dimension of his presence. God has to make sure that it is not the anointing that will destroy you. Because it was the anointing that destroyed Saul. It was the glory that came with kingship. That made, that made Saul not want to lose this kingship. That made Saul not want to lose this anointing of kingship. He loved the glory. He loved the accolade. And so he began to do everything that is possible that will make him a favor in the eyes of the Israelites. And so he rejected God and focused more on retaining, doing everything possible to retain his kingship. Possibly you are here tonight. And like Saul, like Samuel, in the scriptures, 
do not sound like so like Samson in the scriptures. Possibly you, your own anointing was from birth. Samson's anointing was from birth. Saul's anointing, let's say, was, was when he met Jesus. His first encounter with God. Some of you, it is when you received the baptism of the Spirit that the anointing first came upon you. And you think, because you are operated in that dimension of the anointing, you think that is all. God has a greater dimension for you. God has a greater dimension for you. Hmm. Oh God, I'm seeing the horses. The horses that took Elijah up. God is saying that he wants to drop that mantle. The way Elijah dropped the mantle for Elijah. I'm seeing the chariots, the horses. And God is saying he wants to drop this mantle. The question is asking you tonight. Like Elijah told Elisha, if you see me, if you see me, you need to get into position. You need to get into position so that you are not going to lose this mantle. God is saying, I want to take you higher. But only if you see me. If you do not allow yourself to be deceived by the anointing of yesterday. Yes, you are anointed from birth. Yes, you are anointed from the day you were born again. Yes, you could find yourself prophesying. Or you found that when you sang, the power of God began to move. Or that you are gifted in business or in administration. That dimension of grace is good. But if you do not set yourself in position, as God wants to release this mantle, I see the horses. And Elijah told Elisha, if you see me, so you have to set yourself in position. If you do not set yourself in position, you will not receive this greater mantle. God is making a call tonight to come and receive the greater mantle. God is asking tonight for those who want to receive the greater dimension. Hey, God is saying that I want to release the greater dimension. Don't allow yesteryears, the glory of yesteryears, to limit you. For there is always a greater dimension. There is always a greater dimension. He's looking for those that can carry this mantle. He's looking for those that can enter into these dimensions of the Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Set yourself in position if you do not see this chariot. Simply because you refuse to put yourself in the school of the Spirit. For God to be able to set you in position, to train you and put you in a place where when he's releasing that mantle, you can catch it. If you do not allow God to put you in that position, you may end up missing it. I want you to know that no matter the kind of anointing you carry, no matter the grace you carry, there's a difference between the anointing that first came into your life 
and the actual dimension of glory that God wants to pour upon you, that God wants to release upon you. Hey, the presence of God is heavy here. Hmm. The kind of the presence of God that God wants to release upon you to change your generation. What God is offering tonight, let me just speak what God is saying. I'm seeing a dimension of the glory of God, very heavy, cabot. That God wants to release into the life of as many as are listening tonight. And what God is saying is that you need to learn to key into these dimensions. You need to allow God to walk upon you. To deal with you. To cooperate with God. Work with Him in the school of the Spirit. Let Him walk upon your heart. Let Him be able to say, This is my son, in whom I am well pleased. Can as flesh be dealt with in your life so that you can carry this glory? God is asking for those who can carry this dimension of His glory. Since I want to release, I see a powerful dimension of glory that he wants to release. But he's asking, who is available? Who is available? Sometimes in God, the question is availability. Because he looks into your heart. He looks into your heart. Just like he did when he was looking at the heart of the sons of Jesse. He doesn't look at your outward appearance. It's not about your ability to preach. It's not about your zeal for the kingdom. Your so-called zeal for the kingdom. It's not about the way people look, look at you on the outside. It's about the intentions on the inside. He wants to, he's making a clarion call tonight. He wants to release this dimension of his glory. The question is, are you available? How much of God have been formed inside of you? How much of righteousness? How much of the flesh is dead in you? How much of the life of Christ has been formed in you? How much have you allowed God in the school of the Spirit to deal with your heart and begin to cause your heart only know righteousness. How much of God has been formed in you? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. God is asking. I see a ladder in the spirit. And God is asking how many people are ready to climb up with him. He said, who shall ascend unto the hill of the Lord? He said, them that have pure hearts and clean hands. He said, this is the generation of them that seek thee, that seek thy face. 
O God of Jacob. You want to come to a place where you can carry the glory of God. God is asking, can you ascend? Can you climb the ladder? That is all he's asking from, from, from you tonight. Can you climb the ladder? Can you ascend to the hill of God? Do you have pure hearts? Do you have clean hands? Then, it will release that dimension. Sometimes you see men of God. You see people carrying the dimensions and the glory of God. I'm not talking about, you know, people that you just see running around, you know, with one small dimension of a, a power here and there. Power that when you check them after two or three years, you don't find them again. I'm not talking about people like that. I mean genuine power. I mean the kind of power I see in the spirit. Something heavy. Kabod. And God wants to release it upon some people to get tonight. Whatever area that God is calling you to. Whatever area that the spirit of God wants to use you for revival. God is calling you tonight. And I want you to close your eyes right now, even as we pray. And we begin to ask God, first of all, to do a work in our hearts. If you are here and you have not been able to climb the ladder, to ascend to the heel of the Lord, to be in the position where the mantle of Elijah can drop upon your head. To be in a place where the anointing of the Spirit can be released upon you. If you have not gotten to that point, God is asking you tonight, invite him to begin to deal with you. Ask him that you want to recruit, you want to be recruited into the into the, 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 the school of the Spirit, the training camp of the armies of God. You want to be one that will carry the revival of the Spirit. You want to be part of His end-time army who God is going to be using to birth revival. You want to be part of those who God will be able to use wherever in this earth to release revival fire. To burn for him. Then you need to invite God to begin to make your heart capable of receiving the presence. You need to put your heart in a position where as the mantle of Elijah is going up, you'll be able to see it and then the mantle can drop on you. God is ready to drop mantles. But tonight, you need to ask God, enroll me in the school of the Spirit. Enroll me in your training camp, Lord. If you have, been, if you have run away from that camp, if you have run away from that camp, you need to ask God tonight to bring you back. He said, he said, he said take my joke upon you. 
and learn of me. <laughs> so, it is you that will put the yoke upon yourself. Meaning that the day that you like it, you can remove that same yoke. You can decide to stop, to remove yourself from the school of the spirit. You can become a dropout. But you can drop back in. And God is inviting you tonight. He's asking you, do you want to climb your ladder? <laughs> That's the question I see in my spirit. Do you want to climb the ladder? You want to climb the ladder. You want to ascend. You want to come to the hill of the Lord. Do you want to have that art where God can look at you and say, This one, he loves righteousness, he hates iniquity, therefore. Can God find that therefore he's looking for in your life? Can you fulfill that condition of therefore? God, bring me into that realm in your spirit. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Now, I want us to just pray. Lord, it is now time to release the mantles. Mantles. I want you to know that these mantles will only begin to function at the appropriate time in your life. There is nothing wrong with impartation. God can use any man to release impartations upon you. Some people will say that they are products of many anointings. You can go to, to America to receive an anointing, Ghana to receive an anointing, but the anointing will never truly be yours. You will never carry something heavy because it can come by impartation. It can even come in your own room as you are praying at night. Sometimes you don't even need to go to America. Sometimes you can just be watching the man of God in your system and you are connecting to him. I, have, I was reading a book of Smith Wigglesworth, the fire effect and anointing. Jump out, electricity jump out of that book and enter into me. That's happened to me before. So sometimes the anointing can come in several ways. But the anointing will never find expression can never manifest can never materialize until you get to that season until you get to that position where you have fulfilled the therefore when you have fulfilled that condition where you can see that mantle of Elijah and then it will now follow you it will become real Jesus went into the wilderness for 40 days even though the anointing of the spirit had come upon him it was until he came out after 40 days in the wilderness <laughs> that the bible now said that spirit that that anointing that came upon him now became power he said he, he returned in the power of the spirit before it was just the spirit now it is the power of the spirit god can be releasing the spirit upon you dimensions impartations capacities 
but it will never become useful power, useful ability until you get to that place where God turns it into power. When you fulfill the condition of therefore, when you fulfill the condition of therefore, so tonight, I want us to pray. Lord, it is time to impart your people again. Lord, release this mantle of Elijah. You wanted to release this anointing. You wanted to release this power. Lord, release this mantle. As many as are listening to me right now, Release this mantle. I say, brother, you are listening to me in your house. You are listening to me in your house. As at the time you are listening to this message, it's in the afternoon. Just to it's in the afternoon. You have the call of God upon your life. And the Holy Spirit is telling me to tell you that it is time to walk into the anointing that He has called you to carry. I command, let the anointing, let this mantle of a prophet, let it fall upon you. Yakalaba, for you shall prophesy to Israel. You shall prophesy the word of God to Israel. You shall prophesy the word of God to Israel. God wants to use you to prophesy to Israel. For I will use you extensively, said the Lord of hosts. For you shall help Israel out of our bondage presently and bring her to a place where she can receive the truth of God's word, God's gospel. For I will push you into the fullness of the calling I have for you. As I have told you before, that you are a prophet, but you have a calling to Israel. Your prophecy is to Israel. And so the Lord is releasing that anointing upon you right now. Yes, let the anointing be released now in the name of Jesus. Aha. See the mantle has fallen upon you. Yes, receive it now in the name of Jesus. Mm. Yes, 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 yes. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we ask for that mantle. Let there be a release of that mantle as many as are listening to me. Let the mantle fall upon them. Let the mantle fall upon them. Let this glory, let this dimension of the spirits be released. Be released. Be released. Be released. Be released. Be released. I see a lady. We are Yoruba lady. I see you dressed. As you are a, a, a corporate Yoruba lady. In my vision, I see you, the clothes you are wearing, you are, it's, it's made of, it's, it's of course, a Yoruba uh, 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 female um, traditional wear. But I'm seeing it, it is, I'm seeing uh, white and black stripes. You are listening to me. 
and God is telling me to tell you, nations, nations, nations is what you have been ordained to. You shall speak the word of God to nations. For you are not just supposed to hear from God, but you are supposed to also take the message of God to the nations. You have been wondering, ah, what is your calling? What is your calling? And God is saying tonight that he is wanting you to carry the message of power and grace. Power and grace to the nations. You are an evangelist. You are an evangelist. And the calling of the evangelist is going to begin to grow strong. I release that anointing upon you right now. Yes, receive it. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it now in the name of Jesus. Receive it now in the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Receive it now in the name of Jesus. Masha Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, I ask, let this man to rest. Yes, aha, upon as many, as many, as many, as many, as many. Let this man to rest upon as many. Listening to me in the name of Jesus, yes, 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 pastors. I see anointing upon pastors. The anointing is being released upon pastors, doctors. Yes, those of you that God is ordaining you to be doctors. He's giving you an anointing specially for that function. Yes, in the name of Jesus. Yes, receive that anointing now. In the name of Jesus, receive that impartation now. In the name of Jesus. Yes, let the anointing be poured out. 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 In the name of Jesus. Be poured out. In the name of Jesus. Be poured out. In the name of Jesus. I see a village. In South Africa. I see a brother. I see you a brother. You are in that village. In South Africa. God has told you to evangelize this village. You are a revivalist by calling. And God has been telling you to evangelize this village. That a revival is going to happen as, as soon as you obey this instruction. God is saying that tonight, as you rise up and receive this assignment and fulfill this assignment, you will see revival in that village. I command the release of that mantle for revival upon you now. In the name of Jesus. Receive it now. Aha, that is it. That is it. That is it. Yes, yes. Yes, Lord, increase it. Yes. Aha. Receive that mantle. In the name of Jesus. 
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we bless you once again. Father, we bless you once again. Thank you, Jesus. I don't know. I see a knife in the spirit. I see a knife in the spirit. Ah, I see somebody who has been anointed by God to be a soldier. You think that it is not possible for the anointing of revival to dwell upon you because you are a soldier. God is saying he's anointing you to be a soldier and to carry revival power. As you do your operations, the anointing will be operating in you. Receive that grace now in the name of Jesus. That is your own area of calling and ministry. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Kayaba, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.